It's Tuesday, August 29th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, a faculty member was fatally shot at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill on Monday, sparking a manhunt that sent the campus into an hours-long lockdown. Police received a report of shots fired at Caudill Laboratories, a chemistry building, at 1.02 p.m., UNC Police Chief Brian James said at a news conference. An alert was issued two minutes later warning of an armed, dangerous person on or near campus, according to University Chancellor Kevin Guskiewicz. Police found the faculty member at the chemistry building. The suspect was taken into custody around 2.31 p.m., after a campus-wide search. The campus lockdown was lifted at around 4.15 p.m. Chief James did not name the suspect or the victim and did not specify a motive. He said formal charges have not yet been filed and no one else was injured. In other news, major U.S. stock indices kicked off the week with gains, rising for a second consecutive session and recouping some losses from the summer stock market slide. 10 of the S&P 500's 11 sectors closed in positive territory. The S&P 500 notched its first back-to-back gain of the month after edging lower for much of August. The index rose 0.6%, while the tech-heavy Nasdaq composite added 0.8%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 213 points to finish up 0.6%. Monday's moves continue a remarkable stretch of calm for major indices during the summer months. The S&P 500 has not notched a one-day move of 2% in either direction in more than six months. In world news, the U.S. and China agreed to set up new channels of communication for economic and commercial issues. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo said Monday, including a new bilateral forum to discuss export control measures to reduce misunderstanding of national security policies. The agreement, reached during a four-hour meeting between Raimondo and Chinese Commerce Minister Wang Wintao, is aimed at easing tensions that followed Washington's step to restrict China-bound exports of advanced semiconductors and equipment in October. The action led to retaliation from Beijing, including a ban on some chip-making materials and the sale of products made by U.S. chipmaker Micron Technology. The first meeting of the new gathering called Export Control Enforcement Information Exchange will take place today between senior officials from the two countries. Back in the U.S., American Airlines is on the hook for a big fine after keeping passengers on dozens of flights stuck on the ground too long. Authorities said passengers on 43 American flights between 2018 and 2021 had to sit on the tarmac for more than three hours without being given a chance to deplane, violating federal rules that were put in place over a decade ago to prevent such waits. The $4.1 million fine levied by the U.S. Transportation Department is the largest ever for lengthy tarmac delays, the department said. Half of the fine will be credited to American for compensation it has already paid to customers. American said the long delays, which affected a small number of the millions of flights it operated over that period, were the result of, quote, exceptional weather events, end quote, and that it has apologized to the customers who were affected. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said Monday the fine was part of the department's push to hold airlines accountable for breaking rules meant to protect customers. And 
President Joe Biden is, quote, old and confused, end quote, and former President Donald Trump is, quote, corrupt and dishonest, end quote. Those are among the top terms Americans use when they're asked to describe the Democrat in the White House and the Republican that is best positioned to face him in next year's election. Unflattering portraits of Mr. Biden and Mr. Trump emerge clearly in a new poll by the Associated Press Nork Center for Public Affairs Research, which asked an open-ended question about what comes to mind when people think of them. While many of the criticisms reflect a familiar partisan divide, the poll shows neither man is immune to criticism from within his own party. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.